0: From the Specs Wine Spirits and Finer Food Studios in Austin, Texas, this is Buy or Sell with Jeff Ward and Cedric Golden. Hey, let's do
1: some Buy or Sell. He is Cedric Golden, a very famous writer for the Austin American States, but it's not about crypto or flipping houses. Here's how Buy or Sell works. There's a statement made. You're either buying it or you're selling it.
0: Buy or Sell.
2: righty, here we go. Buy or Sell number one, the Texans. Will play in a conference championship game before the Cowboys. Buy or sell? Nice.
3: I'm selling. Let's whoa,
2: whoa, whoa! Settle what? down,
3: settle down. They one good season. Don't get yeah, like Mr. Wolf said in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Let's not go. You know, you know what I'm saying. Easy on that. The AFC is a nightmare. It's a nightmare for them to make it to the AFC championship game, they would have to navigate a gauntlet that will always include the Kansas City Chiefs, the Baltimore Ravens, the Buffalo Bills, the Miami Dolphins, and when Joe Burrow's back healthy, the Cincinnati Bengals. The best thing they have going for them is they play in the AFC South, which sucks. The Cowboys are still plenty good enough. One of these days they're going to figure it out. The Eagles, if they continue their free fall, Dallas is the team to beat in the NFC East. We know the 49ers are tortured by now. They're in therapy. Uh, I think Green Bay and Detroit are viable uh, championship contenders. But Dallas, Dallas can play with those guys. They're going to win the division. If they don't blow a game like Arizona last season, maybe they get that top seed and, and, and figure some things out. So – I'm not. I'm not going to jump on the Texans bandwagon just yet. I think Dallas is a veteran team with good talent. They're going to upgrade in the draft. Um, the Texans are better long term than Dallas, but I think the Cowboys in these next three years going to figure something out. I sell.
1: Shoot, I thought you were going to go for that. I really thought you would go for it. I think a lot of people no. will go for that. You know what? People don't know is how brutal the Texans' schedule is next year. Um, and, but they do play. I think they play at Dallas. All right, let, Hope let, so. let's let's move this around. Do you think the Texans by October are a better team than Dallas? Forget forget championships and all that stuff. Are the Texans better by next October than the Cowboys?
3: I haven't seen their schedule, so and you just said it sucks. So I'm it's, gonna say it's rough. That. It's rough.
1: It's I believe they're at Baltimore. I think they got they're at Cincy. They're at Dallas. I mean the thing is, you're right. The AFC I mean the Colts are not gonna be the Colts with Gardner Minshew, which is pretty good anyway, which they probably should have beaten the Texans that had not dropped the pass. So the Colts are even good. I don't know what to make of Jacksonville. I, I'm never gonna be able to figure that out. So yeah, the path the path there is better is is brutal out of the AFC. I actually think the Texans might be better than Dallas.
3: If the Texans were in the NFC, I'd take that bet. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I gotta sell it too. They are. Dang it, dang it, dang it, dang. You know how long it's been since the Cowboys have played in a cha- in a conference championship game?
3: Uh, Ninety five. The year they won it 20, all. Twenty eight. Twenty eight years now. Twenty eight. That's crazy. 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 And you know they're they claim to be America's team. America hasn't been very good for a while, evidently. <laughs>
0: Buy or sell?
2: Rodney Terry will be out as Texas basketball coach by March of 2025. Buy or sell?
3: That's a great question. That is a excellent question because there are questions about RT. Um, I'm not a sell. Um, it's kind of similar to asking if Sark would be out in his third year after they went five and seven. Difference being, Rodney Terry, you know, went in and had some success in the NCAA's his first year, uh, albeit with uh, guys that that were under Chris Beard's watch, even though he did recruit a lot of those guys. um, I say give him a chance to see what he can do this year and next. Uh, He's shown that he's a good recruiter, but the Horns have to be better at retaining these freshman recruits, and that's easier said than done with these foreign leagues throwing big bags of money at them. His players are bought into what he's putting down, similar to what Sark's going through. I think it's too early to say he's in his penultimate season. They're being patient with him, like they were patient with Shaka Smart. The difference being, Rodney Terry won three more won three more NCAA games, tournament games, and he did it in one year. Shaka couldn't win one in six years. So, I think he's he's on a, on the correct path. He's going to have to grab a couple of more name freshman players. Everybody needs that one and done that superstar player that can that can elevate a program. I don't think he has that guy yet, but if he gets that guy, I think he'll be in good shape. I'm selling.
1: Ooh, I heard a lot of ifs there, uh, a lot of ifs, ifs, ifs. Um, and you got to be in the tournament. Um, you can't go two years without being in the tournament. That's inexcusable for the kind of money and the kind of location you're in. Although I would say this, I guess he's cheaper than Shaka Smart. There's the upside. Um much cheaper. Yeah. I I'll, I'll I'll sell it, but I'm not gonna be as emphatic as you are. I, I the world is less patient than it was even three years ago. And new league, but not as tough of a league, could help that's where I think he gets some help. I think the numbers are just gonna get better just because I don't think, you know, the Big Twelve is the best basketball league there is right now. So I'll
3: sell. That's a great, that is a great point. Jeff. Yeah. Right. I mean, he's, he's
1: in the tough, he's in the t- So everything is, is magnified. He's in the toughest league in the country by far. And so he's going to get to go to a league that's not even close. So I think he gets to pat some numbers. I, I yeah, I, I think he, I sell. I think he's still the coach in March of 2025. He's a likable dude. He's a local guy. It's a great story. Everybody wants it to work. Um, I'll sell, just because he gets a break by being in the SEC next year.
0: Buy or sell?
2: Kirk Cousins will be the starting quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons in 2024. Ooh. Buy or sell?
3: Ooh, ooh. Wow. Bringing ooh. it today. Um, yeah. I'm going to sell it, and I'm selling it not because it's not a good idea. It is a perfect idea if you're the Falcons. I'm selling because the Falcons aren't going to make the right decision because they don't make great decisions. Um, if the Vikings are ready to move on from Cousins and he's asking for a load of money and he's like 35 or 36, he's getting up there in age. Um, I think he makes more sense for the for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers uh, who really, really need a quarterback, a veteran, a veteran presence. Uh, they have more pieces in place. They have they have two really good receivers. They have two pretty good running backs. Even though I like Bijan Robinson a lot, uh, and I think the Steelers have more of a winning mentality, a uh, veteran group. Uh, they have a good run game, above average offensive line. I think I think he makes more sense to the Steelers. Um, and, and a couple of other teams. That, and he's going to be able to pick and choose. Yep, He goes into free agency. So um, the Falcons, uh, if you're looking logistically, Jeff, indoor games, yep. which is important sometimes for an older player. Uh, the climate is a big deal. You're guaranteed uh, 10 good weather games because you're going to get that game at Atlanta. I mean, that game at uh, New Orleans. And you're going to get a game at Tampa Bay. So that's ten of the seventeen games are guaranteed in great, great conditions, and if that means something to him, maybe he should look at that uh, as, as opposed to playing in Cincinnati and Cleveland and Pittsburgh in December. So, but I think I think the Steelers are going to make a run at him, and I think they, I think that might be more attractive moving forward. I'm going to sell. I
1: I think I'm buying. Um That. Th- th- Kirk Cousins and Justin Fields are the stories of the offseason. Those are the free agents. What they what one of those guys does is the domino effect for everything. And I'm not sure for Kirk Cousins. Wait, are we sure that staying in Minnesota is all that bad? I stay.
3: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not, I, 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 I didn't I didn't bring that up, but I, would, I yeah. wouldn't even give it a second thought. Right. Dude, I, I want to throw to Justin Jefferson exactly. and, and and who's the, uh, Jordan Addison for the next three years, all day long?
1: Yeah, I, I, mean, you're right about Pittsburgh and Hawkinson. Yes, exactly. They've got a great tight end too. There's, I feel like the Vikings aren't that far away. They just keep getting bad luck, including him. So if I'm the agent for Kirk Cousins, I'm not sure my order of options doesn't go this way: Minnesota, Atlanta. I think Atlanta is. Is just waiting to bust out. It's a good defense. It's you got the guy behind you in the backfield you need. Easy division. It's in the NFC. So I think I think you go Minnesota, Atlanta. You're gonna laugh at me when I say this, possibly Washington, and then maybe
3: Pittsburgh. Mm. So he won't go back to
1: Washington. He won't
3: go I, back I to know, I, part know, part I know, I know, I know.
1: But I'm saying if that's if I'm his agent, that's the order which I say, okay, guy, let's sit down and talk about this. Here's and then Justin Fields is going to have to pick what Kirk Cousins does not, and that might be Atlanta, which I think Justin
3: be a Fields scares me because I don't know how overly accurate he is. No, we don't know. You're exactly right. We've we played in Chicago though, but that's not a good place to throw a football. In.
1: But he'll he'll get he'll get one of the jobs that because I think he's out of Chicago, he'll get one of the jobs that Kirk Cousins doesn't want, and I think it could be it could be Washington. He might be the guy in Washington. But mm-hmm. I think he'll get one of those jobs. He might even get the Pittsburgh job. I think it's just going to depend on what. Yeah, he's cur- an
3: upgrade, definitely an upgrade. No over doubt.
1: No doubt. So I, I, I'll buy it. I, I'll buy that if he doesn't stay in. If he doesn't stay in Minnesota, I could see the Falcons going. You know, what we need. We just need a guy to keep the the car in between the lines, and this guy can keep it going in the right direction. We don't want to go all in on, on another draft and a quarterback. We're, we just need a good quarterback, not a great one. I I could see that happening.
0: Buy or sell?
2: Steph Curry is the best shooter in NBA history. Buy or sell? No question. Yeah.
3: I mean, what are we even talking about here? (laughs) Exactly. No question. Um, I'm buying. I I didn't see Pete Maravich in his prime, but my dad goes, you know, when I was glossing over Steph Curry a few years, oh, boy, you haven't seen – you didn't see Maravich. You didn't see Oscar Robertson. I go. Did we even have television at that time? Um, I know the NBA didn't have a TV contract when those guys were playing. Um, but I did see Larry Bird. I did see Ray Allen. I did see Reggie Miller. Uh, those guys don't come close to what Steph Curry's doing. Steph Curry's doing it off the dribble. He ain't. He's not only a catch and shoot guy. You can give him the ball and just get out of the way and he'll rise up from 30 and hit a three over a guy twice the size. Um, he's making shots in pregame from the locker room tunnel now. Okay. You see As, that, uh, video? That,
1: that is the, that is the most unreal video I've seen. And anyone that hasn't seen this clip yet, you've got to check it out. It looks fake and it's not, and it's not. He is, let me see if I can do this justice said he is in the tunnel uh, come in the tunnel, going onto the court. He's in the tunnel. He takes a ball. He chunks it to the other end and makes it. It's like seventy yards. It's seventy. <laughs>
3: it's sixty. Years. It is unreal. I mean, it is, it is it unreal. It's long, man. It's unreal. I think Steph Curry should go to the Pro Bowl and throw with the quarterbacks. And I'd love to see him throw a football. It, it, it might, he it can might do be, that with a it might, be, it
1: might be the most absurd
3: sports highlight I've seen. He's just—he's an absurd yeah, shooter, and uh, 129 games with three or more three pointers. The next guy closest to him is Clay Thompson, who's got like 45 all time. Uh, he just came off a binge of seven straight, seven four straight games where he had at least seven threes, and uh, before last night's game in Utah, uh, after last night's game in Utah, in his last five games, he is 38 of 75 from three. And those numbers would be even even more freakish if he hadn't had gone two for eight last night. Before then, he was like thirty five. It was like uh, thirty three of 70, 71 or something like that. No, thirty three of sixty something. It was he's absurd. And I don't watch a lot of NBA now, especially the regular season. I watch during the playoffs. But if the Golden State Warriors are playing, I don't care how crappy they are, I'm watching because Steph Curry's going to do something that I've never seen before.
1: Yeah, you have to buy this all day long. I think the better question is who's the second best shooter in NBA history? Is that Bird or is that Reggie Miller?
3: I want to go uh Reggie Miller, uh Ray Allen and then Larry. And Bird. So that's the to me that's the that's the Mount Rushmore that's not that doesn't include that. I'm sticking Clay Thompson in there, guys. Wow. I'm sticking Clay Thompson in there. Uh he's a career like 42% three-point shooter and uh, he's mostly catch and shoot like Reggie was, uh, but uh, I'd stick Clay Thompson in that group as well. Uh, when when those two guys were in their second second and third year, respectively, in the league, and they, neither one of them had made an all-star team, Mark Jackson famously said, he was their coach, I already have the best backcourt, shooting backcourt in NBA history because he was seeing these kids practice, and look what they've become.
1: I can't believe that Reggie Miller clip. I I mean the Steph Curry clip. Is it really seventy yards? Is it really seventy yards? I mean Man, I would I don't believe know.
3: It. it's long. I, played, it, it, I I what I did is I I, I try to put myself in the Irwin Center. Yeah. Uh back in the day when you walk through that tunnel and you go back like five or six steps and then you and then you <laughs> it's I bet it's fifty. I bet it's fifty. It's gotta be, I bet it's gotta 50, be. fifty yards.
1: It's gotta be. Gotta be it's
3: nuts. The ball was in the air. And have you, and have you Jeff,
1: the ball let me was, ask the you ball this. was in the air? Ever, the ball was in the air at least three seconds, at least. Exactly.
3: Have you ever been on an NBA court, Jeff? Yeah. And saw what a three-pointer yeah. really looks like. It's a if long you stood way. Behind a three-point, it's a long way. It is far. Yeah. <laughs> way farther than anyone could imagine. I was at a Spurs game and I stood behind that line and, and I go, I don't I can make a college three-pointer. I play ball in high school. I can make a college three-pointer. But if, if you ask me to shoot five NBA three-pointers, I don't know that my arm wouldn't fall off after the third one. <laughs> Man, that's far. That's far. <laughs> I did not even know what the clip
1: was when I first saw it early in the morning. He's standing in the tunnel. And it's before the game starts, so there's a crowd there.
3: So And they're reaching out yeah, and they're yelling at him. They're yelling, him. yelling
1: at him. And he gets a ball and he takes it like a discus. And he turns and chunks it, good three to four second of hang time, knocks down a shot in the entire other end of the arena. And the crowd goes nuts.
3: And he's probably done it before, which is even more ridiculous. (laughs) It's ridiculous.
0: Buy or sell?
2: All right, final buy or sell. Texas coach Steve Sarkeesian faces more pressure. The new Alabama coach, Kalen DeBoer, buy or sell?
3: Of course he does. I'm buying. What? Taylor DeBoer what? can go 2-10 next season, and people are going to be like, yeah, he's not Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. We know that right now before any game. Do you really think Taylor DeBoer is going to go on there and win six championships? Uh, no, he's not. Meanwhile, uh, east or west of Alabama, Nick's, uh, Steve Sarkeesian is coaching at a place that believes it's a national championship hotbed even before you win 12-2. and two. I mean, the, the, the Longhorn fans are some of the most entitled, high-expectation-having fans on the planet. And now that the Longhorns have, have gone 12-2 and two and won a Big 12 championship for the first time since 2009, they, they think this thing's going to be on autopilot. And it's not. They're going to the SEC. They're going to Michigan in Week 2. Georgia's coming in here. Uh, they're going to College Station. It ain't going to be easy, but I'm telling you, the pressure on Sark for an act two is is palpable. Kayla DeBoer is going to go in there and win eight or nine games, and people are going to be mad in the, in Alabama. But the one thing he's got going for himself is he's not Nick Saban. And what do they expect? There is nowhere to go but down in that instance. So. I think I think Sarkeesian has way more pressure because he's given a championship star fan base taste of what it could be like, and they're going to want more. And uh, they may be in for some disappointment. They lost a lot of guys off this team, so I think his pressure cooker is a lot hotter than Kayla DeBoer.
1: Who has so a better Who has a better record in twenty twenty four Texas or Alabama?
3: Oh my god, it's gonna be really similar. It, yep. it's, gonna it's gonna be, be really very close. I don't I think people Texas I don't think people realize how, how I think you, Texas yeah, I think Texas, I think Texas. I think Texas I think Texas can win nine games next year. Um and people are gonna be pissed off and I'm gonna be like, Why are you mad? Yeah. Look where they're playing now. Look where they're playing now. They have a tougher road next season. So I think if Sark goes nine and three, they should build a statue of him because he's following a twelve and two in another good season.
1: I think he'll be hard pressed to get to nine. I do. Um, well, he gets a break by Jim Harbaugh bailing out on Michigan. I don't know. You know, I don't know how much. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to have after him. I don't know how focused that that program is. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna sell this. I think there's actually a lot more pressure on Kalen DeBoer. I mean, everything you said is right. Sarkeesian's given Texas fans a taste of what they think they own, um, even though they're sort of like Cowboys fans. Uh, they get to any player they want to buy. All that's true. I do think they're going to maybe win nine next year, and that wouldn't be bad. Uh, I think it'll be a pretty good team at best with uh, a much tougher schedule. But I think De DeBoer is in a nightmare of a situation because those people have no perspective. They have no perspective at all. All the stuff you said about, well, they're you know they're going to cut him some slack. He's following a legend. I don't think they have any perspective whatsoever. On top of the fact, and you're going to sense that I don't think a whole lot of the state of Alabama, which is very true. On top of that, mm-hmm. is where the guy is from. Now I know that Saban was Saban's a West Virginia guy, but I just I I mm-hmm. don't think how he looks and how he sounds. Kalen DeBoer, I think it's going to matter to those people. I think they're going to be unforgiving. Um, I think there is, you know, guys have already, players have already bailed um, just because in their world, Saban is the NFL, and that's how he was able to get guys for so long. Kalen DeBoer, who I think is a really good coach, should have been the next coach at Michigan, in my opinion, and not the next coach at Alabama. I think he is, uh, I think that is a almost an impossible situation for him. 'Cause I don't think those people are gonna you know, like I don't think they're gonna like him from day one and they live and breathe. That's all they have. At least Texans fan, Texas fans have something else in their life. Those people in Alabama have nothing left in their life, and they will be quick to hate this guy.
3: They're gonna hate him. But you know you know what, they probably will, but they're gonna have they're gonna get some perspective because I remember how bad they were before saving the Oh, I know. So uh, so they're gonna they're gonna get a taste of what that may have been like. Uh, But the big mistake fans make is uh, they assume, oh, this is who we are, and they don't think about the work that went into them becoming great. Nick Saban's going to be elevated because of what happens with Kalen DeBoer. He's going to be even more, more saintly than he is already.
1: He should be. I mean, what he did is ridiculous. It's not going to be touched again. Not, not even close. I don't know
3: why. I mean, do you
1: think? I I just, I, I know this is easy to say. I'm not sure if I was Kalen DeBoer, if I would have jumped at that job.
3: I don't know why he took it. Yeah. I mean, um, maybe it's the money. Maybe it's the money, but he could have had his own little pipe to men. Washington Absolutely, for a long time. For a long time. I mean, he was walking. And after, that dude had after, a, That after, guy had it figured out. After man. what they did, yeah, he was. He could have walked on water for yeah. the next five or six years.
1: And, and you know, he's he's diving into the br- most brutal conference, and yeah, there's a lot more recruits and a lot more talent, but he's also got everybody around him recruiting the same guys and giving them whatever they want. I, I just I I just can't believe his family didn't say, We're look, we're not going back in time. We're in Seattle in a beautiful campus in a normal place. Let's not go back in time and go to Alabama. And they went back in time.
3: It makes no sense to me. All
1: right. What was that song again? Did you know that song that we played earlier that I've I thought all I can think of is I was at I the- couldn't
3: I couldn't really hear it Magnet the, the your mic was muffled. Uh, it sounded it sounded horrible. Oh it is. Um what is it? Magnet it sounded like a
2: Magnet and
1: Steel. Magnet and Steel. You ever heard that song before?
3: Like can you play a clip of it, Brandon? No, Let's go. Cause uh, cause I, I, hear it.
1: I, I I just I vaguely remember I don't think I can. sucking face at a skating rink off Man Shack um to this song and that's about all I got. Hang
3: on. In the seventies? You were skating in the seventies? Yeah. I I it it sounded almost it sounded like a Bad River River Band song, but it, <laughs> it wasn't a River River Band. You hear that? Uh, I, I was like, man, this is horrible. You know, most of the songs you play on, songs that suck Friday, don't really suck. Oh, don't say that.
1: Don't, don't argue the committee. Don't do that. you are like the mafia.
2: It takes can you hear that? For
1: a yeah. To grow. Do you think it's bad or good? It's seventy. Yeah, okay. You're so Have you ever heard it's very, this? It's
3: very Midnight Special.
1: Ooh, I like that. With some Helen Reddy?
3: Well, Helen Reddy, yeah. Little Whoop <laughs> Man
1: Jack. I haven't heard Midnight Special a long time. That used to be kind of a cool show.
3: Well, well back then, Jeff, we only had like five
1: channels. Right, exactly. I know. What was the option, right? If you stayed up late, that was it. It had to be cool. That was it, man.
2: Yeah. All right, man. Great stuff. Good talking to you.
3: All right. Good weekend, man.
0: Buy or sell.